You know the old saying about making assumptions. Well, when it comes to retirement, there are many assumptions folks make that can be incredibly detrimental and difficult to recover from. On today's show, we cover six financial planning assumptions to avoid on your journey to and through retirement and offer tips to help you save more. Stay tuned. Welcome in to Sound Path Through Retirement with Ben Koval and Matt Leibarger. Hi there. Welcome to the show. The show is Sound Path Through Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. And here to help you take charge of your money is Ben Coble, Matt Lieberger. Thank you for joining us Saturday morning, 97.3 Cairo News Radio. And by the way, Ben and Matt are both fiduciaries. Very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor because they have to have the best interest of you, their clients. And all the things we talk about each week, we know these things are really important to you, whether it's wealth accumulation strategies, asset protection, tax minimization, and so much more. All right, guys, how are we doing today? Great to talk to you. Doing great. How are you, Gary? I'm doing good. We're in the middle of football season. It's exciting. So, you know, we'll talk about that. Let's, uh, we could turn it into a sports talk, but uh, that's not what we're here for. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, let's talk finance. Yeah, we'll talk finance. All right. So, folks make assumptions every day. And, of course, there's a famous figure of speech about the dangers of assumptions. I think you might, some of our listeners might remember this. <laughs> you should never assume because when you. Assume you make an ass of you and me. <laughs> All right, back in 1973, and Ben and Matt weren't around, uh, but I was, and I remember it with the show's The Odd Couple. Felix Unger, played by Tony Randall. Uh, you know, the old adage uh, still remains making assumptions about your financial future. However, you could set yourself up with a dangerous and rocky detour along that road to retirement. Now we're going to be diving into six financial planning assumptions to avoid on your journey. These are great. These are really great information here. So let's you guys have at it. Let's start with number one. You won't be working past 65. How long will you work? Yeah. So the assumption comes from typical rules of thumb as people have. It's a similar thing like we've talked about before, where if I have a million dollars, I can retire. Well, no, it's, it's different now. So a lot of times when you're working, you put in a, um, a metaphorical finish line. You know, saying I'm going to work not a day past 65. Uh, that's more, probably more common ones. Sometimes it's 70, sometimes 62, 55. Everybody's a little bit different in terms of their assumptions on that one. But when it comes to the reality of it, as you get closer to retirement, you need to work through the actual numbers of retirement as opposed to just an age. Because how much you have saved and how much income you need in retirement, that will determine your retirement date, not an arbitrary age that you that you hit. Now, there are some gateways that end up happening. Social Security is one. 62 to 70, you can draw it. Uh, 65 is Medicare. And so sometimes people put that as the barrier. And I would say avoid those types of barriers. Make sure you work through the numbers of what your income can do. And then let that determine when you're walking out the door. And also create a plan on how that income is going to work for you, as well as taxation of that plan. So that way you don't have to worry about going back into work 10 years after you retire. That's one of the biggest fears of retirees is all of a sudden finding yourself at 77 years old and going, I, I have to go back to work. Oops. That's not a fun conversation to end up having. So yeah. don't look at those kind of rules of thumb, make sure you're building it through the plan. You know, it's funny. There's a survey done in uh, 2022 by the EBRA retirement <clears throat> confidence survey. 41% of Americans surveyed say they plan to continue working uh, past 65, way different back in 1991 when only 11% said they wanted to work 
past 65. Is there one particular factor, guys, or a variety of things? You know, people enjoy working, they're healthier. Maybe we know a lot of baby boomers didn't save much money as they thought they could. So what what do you think the real reason is? Yeah, I I think it does have to do a bit with um, a couple things. Number one, with the reality of retirement. You know, if you're 30 years old and say, when are you going to retire? You know, well, I'll, I'll just work until you know, whenever, or I'll retire at 60. You know, you'll you'll have a uh, more vague approach to your retirement planning. When you get to like 55 years old or 60 years old, it's a lot more of a reality. Yeah. And so it makes it a little bit more of a difficult jump off. It's scary. It's scary to jump into retirement. Yeah. I, I also think that there might be an interesting uh, play with work ethics there, right? Like I know my folks, you know, they, they retire, but you know, for them, because people are living longer, and we're going to talk about that here in just a second, but sometimes you you, you feel healthy and you look and think, should I be retired? I can still work. And, and why not work and prepare better for the future? So I think there's also that ethic to keep working if you can. Well, it's not just it's not just that to kind of piggyback on that. It's yeah. it's not just about the, you know, I, I want to feel busy. It's that I don't know what to do with my time keeps mm-hmm. people working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I have a lot of people coming in saying, well, what is retirement? And I always tell them it's not sitting on your couch watching daytime television, eating Cinnabons, which nothing wrong with that. that sounds would, great. I, like I love that because it sounds yeah, fantastic. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. I plan to do that on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I brought it up. Yeah. No, it, it's more about doing things you want to do as opposed to things you have to do. So you're not just going to sit around. You're going to be volunteering. You're going to be doing uh, things that you enjoy. And that ends up taking in your retirement time. So once you make that transition from doing what I have to do to make money to doing what I want to do, then that's what retirement becomes more fulfilling. Hey, let me jump in, guys, and remind everybody the show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. With me each week at this time, Ben Colville, Matt Lieberger. I want to give you the phone number. Get on their calendar. Get yourself all set up with a comprehensive plan, no cost or no obligation. Get that roadmap to retirement. 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900. The folks at Sound Path Retirement Strategies are standing by waiting for your call, uh, my plan is to work till I drop, uh, be 82, Walmart greeter, or win the Powerball. Those are my two options right there. So uh, not good options. I didn't say they were good options. Uh, let's get to number two, guys. Uh, underestimating how long you live. Yeah, this is another common error that folks make when it comes to retirement planning. I mean, of course, there's there's no real way to know for certain uh, the age at which you or your partner will pass, unless you call Gary right now, who does read tea leaves <laughs> and do. crystal balls. <laughs> yes, I do. And he, he will let you know that date. Of course. Uh, no, but in reality, life expectancy has really risen dramatically over recent years. So, um, gosh, uh, according to the Social Security Administration, a man turning 65 today can expect to live on average till about 84 and a half. Uh, and a woman turning 65 today can expect to live on average until about 86 and a half. I, I don't know why the women are outliving us men. Oh, I know years, why. But... I can't tell you that. <laughs> They're smarter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so we generally look at just a, an average of about 85. So, um, But aside from that, here, here's the real deal. It's not just that average, but one in four, that's 25% of 65-year-olds today will live past the age of 90. And 10% will live past the age of 95. So Many people set like an estimate somewhere in the range of 80 to 90 years old when planning for retirement. I have people that say, Matt, you know, plan me out till 80, probably won't live past that. And and the thing is, is that opens the door for a really dangerous situation where you might exceed what you've planned for. And uh, you plan for 80 
on your 81st birthday, you're broke, you're in trouble. So um, something Ben and I always do is, is we always say, don't underestimate this. Let's, let's plan till age 100. Not because we we're convinced everyone's going to live that long, but better safe than sorry. Let, let's, let's plan for longevity. All right, guys. Number three, assuming stocks, bonds will continually deliver uh, that you don't need other investments. Yeah, this is I call this the short memory syndrome. And it, it happens on both sides of it. So people usually like their stocks because stocks trend higher. It's true. They do. If you look at the long term horizon, look at any 20, 30 year period of time, stocks generally trend higher. The issue is that stocks also go through flattenings. So they're not just continually up, they're going to be flat and they're going to be up. And that's one of the issues that I have with, you know, like Monte Carlo scenarios that, you know, pie chart guys will end up doing is that they don't take into consideration the flats, especially the flats in the beginning. So they might say, well, let's plan on the market returning 6% per year for the next 30 years. Well, that's a reasonable expectation. But what if the first 10 years are negative and you're drawing income from that? That becomes significantly more problematic for a retiree. And so thinking that the market's going to continually support a lifestyle, you can just take the growth out of it. For a lot of clients, it doesn't work. If you've got $6 million and you need $80,000 to live off of, yeah, it'll yeah. work fine. Yeah, you're fine. You're, you're not going to have a problem. But if you need to use all of your assets to support your lifestyle, which is how most of us want to structure a retirement, well, then you need to be able to put into in, into account other things. And it's not like the alternatives are garbage. You can get good alternatives. Right now, you can get a CD at 5.5%, you know, almost 6%. That's not too bad. Money market accounts are earning high percentages. So there are alternatives in terms of how to still maintain growth, but also put on a little bit of safety. And that's really where Matt and I focus. We focus on how do we not sacrifice the growth element of a plan, but also maintain a, a stability of retirement. And so Matt and I always offer 10 spots for people listening to the show right now to have a completely complimentary meeting with either of us, either in our offices in Seattle or in Bellevue or remote. If COVID taught us anything, it's how to do all these things remote. But we will get you a good understanding of where are you? What, what's the assumptions you're making into retirement planning? And what type of holes is that creating for you? Is there something that we need to offset? Is there some factor involved that you're not really thinking about? One of the biggest ones we typically see are taxes. And so we'll sit down, we'll go through and see where are you? What are you looking to do? And how can we possibly help? Now, if at the end of the day, we look at this and say, well, you're good. There's nothing we can do to help you. Well, then we'll let you know when you've got a second pair of eyes on it. And you know that you're, you're going to be able to ride off into the sunset you're pretty well set. But if there is something we can do, then we'll talk about ways that you can fix it and then go over the cost and, and all that structure. So completely complimentary review of where you are so we can figure out where you need to be. This is your chance to benefit from a personalized, comprehensive plan. Call right now. We still have a limited number of availabilities on our calendar. And remember, the consultation is offered at no cost or no obligation. The folks at SoundPath Retirement Strategies are standing by waiting for your call. Get on the calendar. You deserve a more comprehensive plan to retire. Here's that number, 877-249-6900. Nothing to lose, everything to gain. Do not procrastinate. Do it right now while you're listening. 877-249-6900. No cost, no obligation. Get yourself some peace of mind as you move into retirement. All right, we are going to take a short break. Be back with more of Ben and Matt and sound path to retirement in just a moment. What's up next, guys? Coming up, we'll finish off our list of dangerous financial planning assumptions and share the key to eliminating all ambiguity from your retirement planning journey. Stay tuned. Hey. Hey. 
welcome back to the show. The show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. Back with us to help you take charge of your money is Ben Koval and Matt Lieberger. And thank you for joining us Saturday morning, 97.3 Cairo News Radio. Both Ben and Matt are fiduciaries, which means by law they have to have the best interest of their clients. We talk about what an important distinction that is. So we thank you again for joining us. And, you know, we're going to talk about some of the things that we know that are on your mind, whether it's wealth accumulation, asset protection, you know, tax minimization strategies, and so much more. Hey, uh, Matt, I want you to get your phone going and record some video because we're going to watch uh, Ben's head explode because we're going to talk about the 4% rule in just a second. Uh. <laughs> Here we go. Assumption number four, how much you'll spend, how fast you'll spend money in retirement. Here we go, guys. Have oh, gosh. Have I, I want to answer this yeah. without ever Matt, talking. you, you take this one. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, first of all, we could answer this in a very nice way without ever talking about the 4% rule. But unfortunately, I brought the industry <laughs> rule of thumb, so to speak, for spending in retirement kind of became the 4% rule uh, for many over the years. Uh, it started off in the 90s, really. Um, the 4% rule involves... Uh, looking at your portfolio and with the assumption uh -oh. that average returns on the stock market, you know, will stay around 8% and, and the bonds will be around four, four and a half. Then if you can take 4% every year for the rest of your life, you'll never go broke. And of course, Ben just, uh, I think his head did explode just now. Um, <laughs> Yeah, using an arbitrary figure uh, like that in such an important discussion, it just exposes you to a lot of risk. And and the real thing that if you're listening right now, I won't get into the details, but the 4% rule fails to take into account what we in the industry call sequence of returns risk. And uh, the 4% rule can easily leave you broke uh, long before, you know, you'll run out of money long before you run out of days to live. So uh, let me just say this, rather than hoping things uh time out right and, uh, and, and work out right uh, by an arbitrary percentage, it's much better to create a comprehensive and customized plan that incorporates the word that we never want to talk about, but that's budget. And, uh, and let's just plan for proper spending throughout your retirement. One thing that Ben and I find a lot when we're talking about our meetings that we've had with our, with our clients is people sit down and, and they simply don't know how much they can spend uh, without running out of money. And when they finally see that written down, I, it's like a weight off their shoulders. People think, okay, I can I can live like that and spend this and sleep well at night. So this is very important, and uh, it's one of the first things we talk about in our meetings. Yeah, we talk about putting those puzzle pieces together, and that's that's really a very important part of how much money you're going to withdraw. How are you going to do it? You mentioned the sequence of returns because there's so many things that go into this. And I said this before, retirement planning is not a do-it-yourself situation because if you do it wrong, it could cost you literally thousands and thousands of dollars. And that's why you need uh, Ben and Matt. I'm going to give you that phone number in just a couple of minutes. I'm sorry I brought up the 4% rule. Uh, calm down, Ben. You're okay now. It's all right. You know, his I can see uh, unacceptable. His, his face is finally starting to unflush, you know, and he, the blood pressure's uh, going down. So I think we're going to be okay the rest of the show. We got uh, paramedics standing by no <laughs> all right guys this is this is a great one let's go we have two more all right number five how much money you'll pay in taxes on retirement dollars well and then of course you go into the next pet peeve that i have when it comes to financial planning so uh taxes if you've been listening to the show you know we, we talk about taxes pretty frequently uh especially because retirement planning it taxes are the ones that get left by the wayside 
the issue here is that a lot of times when you're in your 20s, 30s, and 40s, the advice that you're getting is pump as much money into your IRA as possible, as much into your 401k as possible. And absolutely, save as much as you possibly can and don't leave free money on the table. If you've got a match from the company, at least contribute to the match. The more you can, the better your retirement is going to look like. The issue that people typically don't tell you is that you also have a ticking time bomb with your 401k and IRA that all of a sudden you're going to have significant taxation on those dollars. Now, the idea being that while you're working, you're going to be making more money than when you retire. So the tax rates will be better for you when you start to draw this out. Not always the case. And it's not necessarily that you're going to be making more money in retirement, but it's that your tax taxes change in retirement. And even if they go down marginally at retirement, it then means that you have a window of time. Let's say that you retire at like 62 years old. Let's say it's a relatively early retirement. You have a window of time before you start taking Social Security to do things like Roth conversions and become more tax efficient to diffuse that ticking time bomb. If you don't, then when required minimum distributions come into play, you are forced to take distributions from your IRA. And you are all of a sudden being thrown into high tax brackets, paying much more tax on that money than you thought. Compound that with the fact that taxes are very likely going to be going up in the future. If anyone listening thinks taxes are going to go down, no, absolutely not. They have to go up. And so uh, as they go up, there's going to be more cost on it. Add to that, if one of the spouses passes away early, then all of a sudden that surviving spouse is thrown into the single tax bracket. Mm -hmm. And so now they're getting significant more taxation on those same dollars. So it ends up becoming a compounding problem. Make sure when you are looking at your retirement plan that you take into consideration what the tax elements look like. Uh, make sure you balance how your income is going to structure so that you're able to smooth out those tax brackets and maybe do things like Roth conversions. Again, this is where it all comes down to a plan. If you have a plan on how you're going to be doing it all, then great. You, you have something for a roadmap. If you're just drawing on what makes the most amount of sense, living on savings for the first couple of years, but not doing anything else tax planning, you are throwing yourself into a major tax hole. So mm -hmm. make sure that does not get left aside. Yeah. By the way, and if you think taxes are going down, we've got a bridge in Brooklyn available for you to buy. So, you know, to keep it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah not, but not, isn't, yeah. isn't Congress going to just slow their spending? Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I think, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that, sure. yeah, that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, by the way, the show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate with me at this time each week on Cairo News Radio 97.3. Ben Koval, Bat Lieberger, and they are with Sound Path Retirement Strategies. I want to give you the phone number, get on their calendar. Get yourself all set up with that complete plan, that comprehensive plan. Uh, as you move into retirement, maybe in that retirement red zone, you're thinking about this and you listen to the show each week. We certainly appreciate it. But nothing changes until you pick up the phone. So punch these numbers in, 877-249-6900. They're standing by at Sound Path Retirement Strategies, 877-249-6900. All right, time for one more, believing you can live off less in retirement than you did when you were working. That's a big assumption. It is a big assumption. Um, and often I find it's an assumption that per sometimes is only made by one spouse uh, in retirement planning than the other. It's, it, it always intrigues me when people sit down and we start to talk about income needs in retirement. And one thinks, uh, you know, I've got I've got a couple sitting across the table from me and one thinks one thing and the other one looks at them like they don't even know who their spouse is uh, <laughs> because they have a whole different idea in mind. So th this comes down to uh, this is the reason why Ben and, actually, ben and I start every planning um, course with income. 
we start with income. That's because we have to talk that word that we talked about earlier, budget. We have to talk about budget. We have to talk about what's need. I go. know. You got the, the buzzer for the budget. <laughs> I know nobody <laughs> likes that word in retirement. Uh, but also this communication, this is where I feel like it's a, it's a counseling session when you first start talking retirement planning uh, because both people need to be on the same page. You know, what will retirement look like for you? People are living longer. Some people think they'll spend more right up front because they're traveling and less later, but later you have more medical bills. So this is where we sit down and, and we really begin to talk this through at the very start. It's vital. If what we've talked about today sparks questions in your mind, maybe you uh, uh, relate to uh, these questions while you're planning and, and maybe you've made some of these assumptions yourself, give us a call. Uh, ben mentioned earlier, we always leave 10 slots open every week for our listeners uh, to call in, come in, sit down with us, get a complimentary uh, review. We're going to sit down with you. We're going to go over things that we've talked about today and these assumptions. We are going to plan in a five-fold uh, way to help create a clear, comprehensive, coherent uh, retirement plan for you. We are going to talk income planning. We're going to talk that crazy word that I got buzzed for a second ago, budget. <laughs> um, we're going to do some income planning. We're going to do tax planning with you. We're going to do some estate planning, some insurance planning, and then, of course, investment planning. Uh, it takes all five of these areas uh, to really create that plan for you that's going to help you sleep well at night and know what you can expect in retirement. So if you're one of the callers today that uh, gets on our calendar, we can meet in person at one of our offices or remote, and you're also going to get a copy of Ben Cobal's book um, that's, that's really going to give you some insight into the way we think and strategize um, when it comes to retirement planning here. So uh, if that's you, give us a call, get on our schedule. If you call in and the lines are busy, leave us a message. Somebody will give you a call right back, and we will get you on the calendar, and we'll look forward to talking with you. Yeah, I mean, Ben's book is invaluable. He'll sign it for you, then you could sell it on eBay. So, you know, good luck. <laughs> uh, folks, no cost, no obligation. Get a better handle on your financial situation. Find out what your investments are really costing you because of high fees or commissions, what future tax implications will be, and how much income, we talk about income, you can securely generate from that once you do move into retirement. Pick up the phone. That's where it all starts. Get on that calendar. Get that comprehensive plan. No cost, no obligation. Here's that number, 877-249-6900. Yeah, there is a sense of urgency because you're approaching retirement and you don't have a plan. 877-249-6900. Do it now. The folks at SoundPath Retirement Strategies are standing by, ready for your phone call. One more time before we go to break on the phone number, 877-249-6900. All right, great couple of segments of the show. We're going to keep on going here. SoundPath to Retirement with Ben Koval, Matt Weiberger. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. Guys, what's up next? Sometimes it's the little things that make the biggest difference. When we come back, we'll highlight some simple things to help you save more that can help you to achieve the kind of retirement you've always wanted. Welcome back to the show. This is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. With me to help you take charge of your money like they are each week, Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger. Thank you for joining us Saturday morning, 97.3 Cairo News Radio. And by the way, Ben and Matt are both fiduciaries, which means by law they have to have the best interest of their clients. Of course, they're completely independent, completely transparent when you deal with them. Again, that's a very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor. All right, let's get back into the show. 
It is often said that saving for retirement is simple but not easy. Simple because all you have to do is save money. Not easy because it can be overwhelming. Now, we put together some simple tips that can make a big difference in your retirement. Guys, I'll let you go back and forth on these. Let's start with the first one. Save 1% more. Yeah, this is usually the easiest kind of set and forget it one to do. So if you make, I'll just keep numbers simple. If you make $50,000 a year and you save 1% more, that's about $42 a month. If that's earning 6% annually after 35 years, that number or that amount is now $57,000. So compounding is, of course, one of the wonders of the world. So the easiest way that I suggest people who are younger than who we typically talk with, you know, the the people still working have decades, is talk to your HR and every year in January, bump up your contributions to your 401k by 1%. So you might start at 6% and then the next January it goes to 7 and then the next January it goes to 8. So by incrementally increasing it every year, you're not going to feel it as much because just $42 a month. And so you start living within what that means are, and then you typically get raises and that kind of builds into it. So uh, 1% more per year is what I typically recommend, and that will get you retired significantly sooner. Yeah, that's great. And and it, it, let's, let's talk about the raise because you brought up raises as well, Ben. Uh, something else to think about is that raises, when you get a raise, it, raises really offer an opportunity to boost the amount you're saving for retirement without reducing your take-home pay. Uh, so think of it this way you've created a budget you've been living your boss comes to you just like you know ben's gonna give gary and myself a raise here Yay, after the show I'm excited. yeah and uh you know comes and gives you a well-deserved raise consider putting a portion of that into your retirement account it's money that had never hit your hand before uh and this is especially true if you're getting close to retirement and you're trying to do some catch up here and you're needing, needing some extra money uh, i i promise you you will appreciate that raise a whole lot more when you retire right uh and i'm not saying put it all away right take some have yeah. some fun uh but 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 think about that as a great opportunity to boost your retirement you know you're so right i wish i had done this many years ago i'm working on long island at a radio station and actually i get the job in new york city number one market in the country so you know long island's a great market and you know and did pretty well there but when you get to new york city it's a whole different ball game so to speak mm -hmm. so my salary actually doubled all right so you know, but here's what happened. I rose to that salary almost immediately. It was buy the new car. We moved into a better house. Uh, yep. You know, the kids had to have the best dressed kids. I had the best dressed kids in school on and on and on. So if I would only take a portion of that, um, I'd be sitting on a beach somewhere. Not I love doing the show with you guys, but you, you get where I'm going. Am I right? I'd rather do the show at your beach house. Yes, so, that yeah. would be really lovely. Do the show at the beach house. Yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, that didn't happen. But but seriously, that that's really, you know, lesson learned for me, because, boy, even if I would have taken maybe 25 percent of it and spent it instead of the whole, you know, the, the uh, doubling of the of the uh, of the income. But, yeah, I mean, right. li live and learn, so to speak. I want right. to remind everybody the show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. With me each week at this time, Ben Colville, Matt Lieberger, and they are here to, uh, you know, tell you all the things you need to know as you move into retirement. Also, we talk about a lot about knowledge transfer and how Ben and Matt will coach you along the way. And they have to have the best interest of you because they are fiduciaries. I want to give you the phone number, get on their calendar. It is 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900. Thank you for joining us. 
Saturday morning, 97.3 Cairo News Radio. All right, one more time on the number, and we'll get back to the show. 877-249-6900. But I did enjoy my new Lexus. <laughs> I will tell there you. There you go. That. Nice. <laughs> it nice. Was nice. Life's all about trade-offs. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, what's up next, guys? What do you have for me next? So this one kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with what we're talking about, getting a raise. It's a raise that typically people give themselves every year, and it's by overwithholding to the IRS. You know, we don't want to have to pay penalties when it comes to under withholding. So a lot of people will go a little bit above and then just take a refund every April. Well, you can take that refund and contribute it to your IRA or a Roth, depending on how much money you have. So instead of getting that extra, you know, $2,000 or whatever it is, you can just throw it right back into retirement. It's not money that you typically miss. Now, some people build that in as their, you know, vacation fund or whatever it is. So take a look at it, balance it, best you can but that's an easy way to take more money and throw it more into retirement savings yeah uh the other thing is if it's not a raise per se but it, maybe you work at a job where you get a, a sort of bonus structure uh or uh you know heaven forbid some loved one passes away but they happen to have left you an inheritance in anything like this any windfall of cash uh when gary wins the lottery i'd yeah. count that in here as well yeah you just mentioned you were playing, so I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for you. you. Uh, avoid the temptation to spend whatever windfall you get immediately. Make it a habit, again, of putting a portion. I'm not saying everything. Enjoy life a little bit, but but put a portion of every influx of cash aside for retirement. Uh, it can also, I mean, if you want to avoid paying some taxes on windfalls, you know, tuck the money into your, your, your 401k or your IRA if you have space to do it that year. Uh, and then income tax won't be due until you withdraw it from the account uh, to, to live on, so. Well, something else to go on that that windfall. So recently, my grandmother passed away. And um, tragically, about 20, 20 years ago, my uncle had passed away in a car accident. Mm -hmm. And so when grandma passed away, grandpa had passed away years ago. And so there was, you know, proceeds, there was inheritance to get split. Mm -hmm. And so my father got some of it, his sister got some of it. And then my late uncle's kids got some of it. Mm -hmm. And so this kind of goes hand in hand with how you have to structure your estate, right? But we, being the financial advisor, there's all the family members came to me to ask advice. And one of them was the late uncle's widow came to me and was a little bit worried about how her children, my late uncle's children, were going to be using the funds. Mm -hmm. And so there was one of them that's, you know, a 19 year old getting $25,000. $30,000. Mm -hmm. What is a 19-year-old going to do with that much money? Emerald I Isle. Mean, Emerald Isle. <laughs> usually not save it. Right. Yeah. Right. And so he ended up going and he bought a motorcycle and he bought a truck and, and the money's gone. Uh, but they also have uh, a younger child that, um, that she has a younger child that she was able to put some money into for the market to actually invest it through. Mm -hmm. And so if you take a look, fast forward 30 years that truck's gone, that <laughs> yeah. bike is gone, but the money that was invested is going to be compounded to a significantly a higher rate. Sure. And you know, money makes more money. And so absolutely, when you take a look at these types of windfalls, not the most enjoyable experience to get them sometimes, but you can also hedge yourself pretty good on the future. The, the, the one exception would be if it was a Harley, though, then I have to, <laughs> I have to say, yeah. That's a tough choice. Uh, oh, is yeah. it though? <laughs> I like to keep my fillings in my teeth. So the uh, the next one here is 401k matches. So again, don't leave money on the table. If you have a company that is matching 401k, then, then contribute. Make sure you at least get that match. But also 
make sure you know which 401k you want to contribute into. So a lot of companies, a lot of employers, especially in the area, offer you a Roth 401k. Now, Roth grows tax-free, comes back to you tax-free, goes to beneficiaries tax-free. This is a way that you can have tax mitigation in the future is by contributing to a Roth 401k instead of a regular 401k. Now, of course, you'll pay taxes. It's not going to be tax-deferred when you get it in, but it's all tax-free on the growth side of things. Mm -hmm. So also, Secure Act 2.0, which was the beginning of the year, passed through, and that allows the company to now match Roth 401k as opposed to this traditional 401k. Mm -hmm. Of course, you have to pay the taxes on it. You can't avoid the tax side of things, but that could be a game changer for a lot of people as they're looking to retire. Well, and and that goes right into, you know, trying to claim every tax break. This is what I wanted to say. Claim every tax break you can. And and initially, I am thinking of the 401ks, the Roths, um, something to be smart with this, uh, about this. And if you need to talk to someone to talk this through, talk with somebody. If you're right now at at a somewhat lower tax bracket um man i i i would do exactly what ben's saying put as much into roth uh, as you can and get your match in roth if however let me just say this i've got some people that are two years from retirement and they are making the most they've ever made in their life yeah and you know and they're they're making a half a million a year and and they're at the top tax bracket and they say should i be putting all my money into roth pump the brakes yeah and i was like that no no let's in two years from now, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. In two years from now, we will look at doing some Roth conversions when your tax rate drops to way lower than it is now. So this is stuff we want to talk and plan for, um, uh, as far as for getting those tax breaks. Well, absolutely. And this kind of goes into the last one that I want to talk about here on this segment, which is fees. Lower your fees. Mm-hmm. Fees are uh, just the the drag on retirement investments, and so this is. Twofold. The first one is lower the fees on your investments, meaning go more towards the ETFs away from mutual funds, typically. So that way you can get still broad based exposure, buy and hold, but also low fees. But second, lower the fees from your advisor. Now, uh, if you have a 401k, you're probably not paying much in fees. That's great. You know, keep on that. If you have an advisor, they typically get paid a percent of your funds. Now, if you have $200,000, that's fine. If you have $300,000, that's fine. If you have $400,000, you're paying significantly more money on that percent management than you really should be. So as you get towards a higher net worth, look for an hourly rate advisor. That's how Matt and I operate, is that we don't charge a percent management fee. So we don't overly care how much money you have. What we do care about is that your plan works, that you have the right amount of income, that you have the right risk tolerance. So if you have over 400000 if you take nothing else away from the segment, then find an hourly rate advisor. Find someone that's just going to charge you for the amount of work that's being done. I know we're, we're kind of running out of time on this segment, but you know, there's a lot of commercials out there with people claiming to be fiduciaries because they only make money when their clients make money. <laughs> and that is the most nonsensical garbage I've ever heard. There's no reason for a financial advisor to get a raise simply because the market went up. They did not do any more work and they did not cause that market to go up. They should not get more money. So if you're curious on where your fees land, on how much you're paying in fees and how you might be able to lower them, through either the investment or through the advisor, then call us up. Matt and I leave 10 spots open, completely complimentary for people to come in to get a true understanding of what your fees are and what ways you might be able to lower them. Do not let fees jeopardize your return and bite into your growth. So call us. If you get a voicemail, leave us a message. 
we'll of course call you back, but we'll sit down and we'll go through in detail where you're paying fees and what an alternative might look like to help you get a higher compounded growth. I think I saw that commercial last week when I was watching football. I'm pretty sure I did. I see it all the time. <laughs> uh, here's that phone number. Get their comprehensive plan, no cost, no obligation, 877-249-6900. Your chance to benefit from a customized plan, a comprehensive plan. Call right now. We still have a limited number of availabilities on our calendar this week. And remember, the consultation is offered at no cost or no obligation the folks at SoundPath Retirement Strategies are standing by 877-249-6900. Do it now. Nothing to lose, everything to gain. The folks are standing by, like I said, 877-249-6900. All right, we'll take a short break. Be back with more of Ben and Matt and SoundPath for Retirement in just a moment. What's up next? The questions are pouring in. When we come back, we answer as many of your questions as we can. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the show. The show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. And back with us to help you take charge of your money is Ben Coble and Matt Lieberger. With us each week at this time, thank you for joining us, 97.3 Cairo News Radio. A little bit about Ben and Matt. They are both fiduciaries, which means by law they have to have the best interest of their clients. A great distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor. One thing we talk about that they're completely independent. We like to say, you know, conflict-free and, uh, you know, they have to tell you like it is because that's part of their uh, fiduciary obligations. And nobody's breathing down their neck telling them what products to sell or push on you. That's not the way it works when you're a fiduciary. And all the things we talk about on the show each week, we know that you, our listeners, are really interested in wealth accumulation strategies, asset protection. We've talked about tax minimization strategies and so much more. All right. So let's get to our questions that came into us. All right, Nancy, in Newcastle, I'm trying to decide between two different financial advisors. Are there things to ask them beyond the obvious to pick the right one? Well, obviously, you want to talk to Ben and Matt, but guys, explain that why. Uh, what, what you should look for when you're looking for a financial advisor? Nancy, this is a great question. This is a question that uh, we often address at seminars that both Ben and myself uh, speak at. Um there are things that are key to ask and some things that people don't think to ask. Uh, I'll go over j just a few of them real quick. One uh, has to do with the company, not the advisor itself. And, and this sometimes surprises people. But I would ask or look up how is the company that this advisor works for? How are they registered? And, and many people don't think to look up how a company is registered, but it's important. If the company is a registered investment advisory firm, uh, this means that the company itself is a fiduciary, acts as a fiduciary in your best interest. Second, uh, and this is something that Gary said in the intro to the segment, and it has to do with finding out if that advisor and that company are independent. Uh, I'm of the firm belief that whoever you meet with ought to be 100% independent of the advice that they are giving you. Uh, let me give an example. If you meet with a fiduciary from Fidelity, what, what do you think they're probably going to offer you? you know, Fidelity. Yeah, Fidelity, right. yeah. <laughs> you know, you meet with a fiduciary from Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer funds. And that's often because, of course, you know, sometimes very often they're paid more to uh, sell in-house funds, which doesn't always sound very fiduciary to me. Um, but, you know, and sometimes there's there's somebody in the background kind of pushing some funds through them to you, even though that person's never actually met with you. So 
work with somebody who's independent, doesn't have a pony in the show. That means work with somebody who is licensed to sell anything. Work with somebody who can who can work with your stock uh, account. They they can deal in bank products, insurance products, corporate products, government products. Work with somebody who could do it all. They're independent. Third uh, is looking at the actual licensure of the advisor. Series 65 is what I would argue you want to keep your ears and eyes open for. A Series 65, that's what I am. That's what Ben is. Um, that is the fiduciary license. Uh, it's, it's a fiduciary hat that we can never take off. Very different than a Series 66 or a Series 7. I won't bore you. Uh, but some people can be a fiduciary, but they can also act as a banker broker. They kind of wear two two different hats. Find somebody you can never take off the hat. That's a Series 65. And lastly, ask the question that Ben was talking about at the end of the last segment. And that's that's simply, how do you get paid? If they are a percentage of assets under management, um, yeah, I might suggest look, look somewhere else. Make it as easy as that. Mm-hmm. Find, find somebody who is paid for the work they do for you, as well as find out how they are getting paid on the back end. In other words, often when people place products for you, in your portfolio, there is a placement fee. There is a commission that's given to the company, if not the salesperson, uh, to place that. And that's okay. It's the way the industry works. What's not okay is for it to be a secret. So don't be scared to ask them how they get paid. I've had people say, Matt, that's embarrassing. I don't want to bring up money. And I say, you're talking to a financial advisor. <laughs> this whole conversation it's is about, about money. money. Yeah, it's your right. retirement. It's your retirement. So so those are four questions I would ask. Yeah. And by the way, I think we mentioned this in previous shows. Go to brokercheck.com. Okay. It'll tell you all about, I, I put Ben in, Ben, Benjamin John Koval. It talks about that's the licenses, me. the exams he passed, the years of experience and yeah, of course, it says it right there. And disclaimers. And disclaimers, so too. Yeah, if exactly. there's been any complaints against that yep. advisor, that's always – now, sometimes complaints happen, but yeah. it should at least cause pause. Yeah. When, when I complained about Ben because I was frustrated about my Christmas gift. That's different. Yeah, no, you're on here, by the way. Yeah, you yeah, complained about my, my wife, that's who you complain to, not, <laughs> not broker check. Got yeah, it. not okay. broker check. Yeah, you don't want to do that. But seriously, that is that also a, a great resource as well. All right, let's get to uh, Jimmy and Juanita. I'm 64 years old and planning to – Retire in June of next year. I have $220,000 in the 401k and about $2,000 per month in real estate income. Is there anything else I should do before I sign up for retirement? I love it. I got to sign up for retirement. What do you have for uh, Jimmy? Well, congratulations, Jimmy. That's exciting. And it should be exciting Uh, when it comes to things to do before retirement. So there's five areas you need to always cover. First one has to be income. I'm hoping that you've already worked through the income side. How are you going to generate income? What's the income need that you have? And how do you make sure that you're covering for inflation without bleeding? You don't want to have a bleed in retirement where you're spending more than what you actually can. That's where you run into really rough situations if markets turn down or you know inflation goes up, those types of things. So income number one. Number two, tax planning. How are you going to draw tax from these 401ks, this rental, of course, will have a taxation element on it. So make sure you know what the tax consequence of all of it is. Third has to be insurances. You need to cover what's going to happen if something goes wrong. So this is things like long-term care ins- insurance, possibly. We're not very big fans of long-term care insurance because they tend to be very expensive and you don't usually get as much as you think you do. But what if Alzheimer's does hit? Where could you cover it? The third area, or the fourth area, sorry, is going to be estate planning. How is money going to pass at the point that you pass away? Are you worried about the taxation the beneficiaries might get? And then the fifth is investments. How are you now investing to make the whole thing work? So those five areas need to be covered in that order to get you completely ready for retirement. Know how you're using that $220,000. 
Yeah, you know, my, my brain works really weird because I and I will admit that because you mentioned bleeding and it reminded me of Ben Stiller in Dodgeball when he says, Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> yeah. Same thing in retirement. Don't make anybody bleed your yeah, own blood. Exactly. That's a great analogy. I think you guys <laughs> should put that on your business cards. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> All right. By the way, the show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. Thank you for joining us on ninety seven point three Cairo News Radio. I want to give you the phone number, get on their calendar. Get yourself all set up with that comprehensive plan, no cost or no obligation. Here it is, 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900. Do it right now. The folks at SoundPath Retirement Strategies are standing by. All right, let's get to Brenda in Bellevue. I'm 67 years old and retired. I recently inherited $50,000 from a relative. Now, I'm not interested in investing in the stock market. What other options do I have to invest? Nice question, Brenda. Uh, looking at your options. Um, gosh, $50,000 for inherited from a relative. Um, not wanting to invest in the stock market. Could I assume, Brenda, that it's due to the risk of the stock market? You need this money to be safe. I'm going to make that assumption based on this question. Uh, there, are, there are three elements to all investments that Ben and I, three questions we ask of every investment uh, when we're picking it for our clients. And it has to do with the three elements. So the first one is we ask about safety. Is this investment safe? And our clients, you know, uh, can they lose their principal? Second question is, is it liquid? Uh, if my client needs this money quickly, can I get it? Or is it going to be locked up for a while? And the third is growth. Well, you know, how, how is this uh, vehicle performed growth wise and is it earmarked for growth so if i make the assumption brenda that you don't want to be in the stock market because you don't want the risk you need it to be safe well every investment can have two out of those three elements i just mentioned so if it's going to be safe you need the fifty thousand to stay there not lose it then you can choose safe and liquid or safe and growth so what i would ask you if we sat down together brenda is do you need this fifty thousand dollars for something you're going to use it for in six months, eight months from now, and, and we need to keep it liquid. If so, that's going to bring up a couple options, maybe something as simple as a government money market or a high yield savings account. Maybe uh, I would normally say short term bond funds, but right now that's a scary thing because of raising uh, interest rates. Um, or do you want this to be safe and growth? You don't need to be liquid. Then we would look at anything from bank products to insurance products, corporate, government, you name it. There's quite a few. So I would say uh, if you have time, give us a call. Let's sit down and talk, and I could advise you a little bit better. Uh, but this is why it's important to have somebody who's independent, who deals with all the different products and all the different variables. And that's what Ben and I do. So. All right. One more. Let's get to one more. We can quickly get to it. Uh, Martin in uh, Mount Lake Terrace. I've have money in uh, CDs, and I'm charged fees for withdrawing from these accounts. I want the money to be able to grow in an account, but I also want to be able to withdraw it from uh, without any fees if needed. What other other accounts can I invest my money in? Now, this goes right back to what Matt just said. You know, the three elements of, a, of an investment, liquid, growth, safe. So based on what you're saying here, a CD is, I mean, not many people have thought of it as a growth vehicle, but it is the safe and growth element. And so it's not liquid. So if you want to add liquidity to it and you said you want it to grow, that would be a liquid growth vehicle, which would be stocks, not safe. You can lose money on it, but it'd be growth and it's liquid. Now, uh, a lot of times when it comes to this specific question, it's tough in a vacuum because you need to look at all the other income sources. Are you retired? All those types of things, because usually you'll just want to ladder things. You'll want to ladder short term CDs right now uh, and then longer term, you'll have your stock accounts. So it will depend on purpose. If you need this money for withdrawing, absolutely, you shouldn't be locking up into long term CDs, but create a ladder for yourself, especially short term interest environment right now, very favorable. So money market, six month CDs, those types of things would probably be a better 
better alternative for you. Yeah. And and all these questions, we say it every week, great questions coming in. And uh, I always look forward to seeing them. If these questions uh, resonate with you and you're listening right now, or these have sparked other questions in your minds, this is a good time for us to open up the phone lines again. One last time, Ben and I always leave 10 spots open every week for our listeners to call in and uh, get on our calendar, sit down with us in person or remote. I don't know how many slots are left, uh, but uh, I know we have a few. So, so give us a call if you want to get on those calendars. What we're going to do is we're going to sit down and we're going to find out what your questions are. We're going to start by listening to you. And we, we listen really well. Uh, wh- where are you at? Where do you want to go? What are your needs? What are your hopes? What are your fears after coming out of 2022? Well, what changes do we need to make to get you to where you need to be? Um, our process, we take a holistic approach. We look at your entire financial picture. We're going to break it down. And in the end, we're going to create an easy to understand one page financial review, a distribution strategy uh, that's not complicated that you can see and you can plan out your future future from now till age 100 and and have that peace of mind and security that you can live in retirement and have a ton of fun while you're doing it so uh if that's you give us a call come sit down with us if you call in and the lines are busy leave us a message one of our team members will get back to you right away uh we'll get you on the calendar and we'll look forward to sitting down talking with you and uh brainstorming with you all right great advice uh, matt here's that phone number do it right now 877-249-6900 877-249-6900 our goal to show here is to help you make the best decision any questions about what we're talking about or how it may apply to your own situation pick up the phone punch those numbers in they're standing by at sound path retirement strategies 877-249-6900 get on the calendar get on ben's calendar matt's calendar you get yourself all set up with that comprehensive plan no cost or no obligation we still have a few slots left so you want to do it right now one more time on the phone number before we uh, wrap up the show 877-249-6900 well the show has flown right on by i'd like to thank everyone for listening we hope you found the information we presented helpful and look forward to all of you being back next week we'll have new topics and new questions right here on sound path for retirement with ben and matt guys always a pleasure i look forward to speaking with you again next week thanks gary thanks gary have a good one All content is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to provide any tax or legal advice or provide the basis for any financial decisions, nor is it intended to be a projection of current or future performance or indication or future results. Opinions expressed are solely those of SoundPath Retirement Strategies and staff. The information discussed has been derived from sources believed to be reliable, but is not guaranteed as to accuracy and completeness and does not purport to be a complete analysis of the materials discussed. The information contained herein should in no way be construed or interpreted as a solicitation to sell or offer to sell advisory services to any residents of the state other than the state of Washington or where otherwise legally permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Purchases are subject to suitability. This requires the review of an investor's objective, risk tolerance, and time horizons. Investing always involves risk and the possible loss of capital. SoundPath Retirement Strategies is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Advisory services offered through SoundPath Retirement Strategies, an investment advisor in the state of Washington.